I did Chazora in Shavuos of your case. Oh, very good. Okay, tomorrow. Excellent. Right, Kavzayin on the base. Okay, can you see where the first lot of uh, wide lines will start? Yeah. Three lines above that. Double dots. Om Rabachir Ba'ovin. Yeah? Okay. Om Rabachir Ba'ovin. Rabachir Ba'ovin says, Rav Solishul Shabbos for Erev Shabbos. As we had the Gomorrah before, Rav used to daven the Friday night davening while it was still day. As she said, there's no problem. Rabbi Yoshia Matzlishul Motzah Shabbos B'Shabbos. Rabbi Yoshia, he davened Mariv, the Motzah Shabbos Mariv, he davened on while it was still Shabbos. That's more criminal. Yeah, that's more criminal, <laughs> yeah. After plug, obviously, because he can't daven before. Uh, we'll see, the Gomorrah will talk about it. Rav Salish or Shabbos for Erev Shabbos. Rav Davin Mariv on Friday night davening while it was still day. Now the question is, I'm a Kedusha Lakas or ain't I'm a Kedusha Lakas? Are you allowed to say, in other words, if you daven Mariv early, are you allowed to say Kiddush after the davening or not? Now what's the Shala? In Shul you mean? No, not in Shul. At, at home. home. At home. Why? So the Shala is like this, because um, the, the filler is only Midrabomon. With Kiddish is the Raisa. So you might think that for Twilla it's okay, because it's something that's Rabbonon, you can daven early. But Kiddish with the Raisa, you've got to wait till Madai Shabbos till after night. That's the question of the Gomorrah. That's what's behind the question of the Gomorrah. Toshma, the Omra of Nachman of Ashmoel, Mispalo Odom Shul Shabbos for Erev Shabbos, for Amin Kedushalakov. He c- if a person davens the Friday night Shemana Esra on Friday afternoon while it's still day, he's been Makabal Shabbos in, in everything and he can say Kedush HaLakos. And not only he can say Kedush HaLakos, not only he can eat as well, he can have his Suda, etc. There are some who say that we learn out that one should have three Sudas on Shabbos because it says the word Yom, day, three times. And therefore, According to them, they say it's got to be Yom means Vada Shabbos, and therefore they turn around and say there are some some who paskin that you sh- even if you are allowed to start early, but you should have at least a kazayis after night. We don't paskin like that. We say that it's perfectly okay. I mean, especially in the summer months, especially now this time, it's it, we probably finish the suda long before it's night. I mean, the night is now half past ten. I hope by that time we're either reading the papers or, 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 or well into be- or well in bed, right? So, so there's no problem. All learning. Yeah. Any case, the halachas the say, and the halacha follows that. Okay. Now, now we come, as you said, something a bit more complicated. Rav Yosheh Matzoshul Matzoshul Shabbos B'Shabbos. He used to daven the Matzoshul Shabbos Shemana Esra on Shabbos. Now, so the question is, Omer Havdol Alakos, may you say Havdol Alakos, can you say over a cup of wine? Certainly, he cannot say Baramario Aish, right? Because that's a, that's a Malocha, that's a Nisad Deraita. And if it's still Shabbos, that he certainly can't do. But the Shana is, according to those that, who say that, like, according to Yehuda, who says that Mariv can already be davened from Plaga Mincha onwards. So if such a person davens Mariv on Moksha Shabbos Mariv early, can he make Abdullah on a cost as well? Toshma, 
The answer is the Omer of Yudha Mashman was smaller than Adam shall not to Shabbos but Shabbos but I'm a Havdala Lakas and you can say Havdala over the cup. Okay? Now this can only be done in the cases of great necessity if it's really needed. Whereas on Friday night there is no problem at all to have a Friday afternoon the early everyone does it. Apart from right now you still still find a couple of Munyonim who daven with night but generally it's the accepted minute. However, to daven Shabbos on, 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 uh, on, what do you call it, to daven the Motzah Shabbos from an Esher while it's still Shabbos, that can only be done in cases of great necessity. For example, you're going to do a mitzvah directly after Shabbos, and you want to wait in the field at the edge of the Tchum, that you can begin his journey as early as possible, like Dr. Schoenfeld used to do in the war, before the war, he used to walk to Heathrow, in order that he should be there, Motta Shabbos, he catch a plane straight away, he went to Europe to, to go and save the people, and so on. Now, the same, he walked to Heathrow, from, from, uh, from where he lived, in Highgate, at, uh, it was about 20 miles. Right? So since, and, and so, right, so therefore we say it like this, um, yeah, so he can do that, he can do that, there'll be no wine in the field, and therefore, he's, he, he's allowed to say Marivah after Plata Mincha at home before he leaves, and he can say Abdullah there. Obviously, he doesn't say Marivah Now, although the above is Min Ikadin, that is a din, but the Achronim write for several reasons that it shouldn't be done. First of all, people will be very surprised about it. Right? Also, secondly, you might by mistake come and do Malocha if and you've got to be very careful that you don't, can't do malacha. whereas on Friday night the parallel thing is that you're going to have your suda that's no problem you can have the suda but here we're talking about malacha. now malacha you can't do till Motsa Shabbos even though you may be able to daven early but malacha you can't do while it's, while, while, it's, uh, while it's Shabbos so therefore basically this din really very very rarely applies obviously if it would be in a case of Sakonos uh, Nefoshes or Pikuach Nefesh like Dr. Schoenfeld he had to go and save people's lives that's a different story I, I mean pre- presumably he would have been even allowed to travel on Shabbos for Pikuach Nefesh but a normal situation you, 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 we don't do this although it's very interesting you know there was some in Yonim this week on Shavuos who the same way that we daven on Friday night early when it's not yet really Shabbos technically, but we can bring in Shabbos early because it's a mitzvah. So what they did was on the first day of Shavuos, so in other words on Sunday, Sunday was the first day of Shavuos. So Sunday afternoon they had Mincha at half past seven, followed immediately by Maris. Mm. Right now there there are a couple of shuls who do that. Nei Yisrael, for example, does it, and one or two others. You know, but why m- do we m- not? Do most it? people don't because there's a whole Shabbos because you. You see here, when you come, when, on a normal Friday, right? There's a mitzvah to add on mikdash to, to add on chal ala kaddish, right? You're not taking away. Here you're taking away from the first day of Yom Tov. Uh, you see, the first day of Yom Tov is, is not really uh, finished yet, and uh, you're sort of kind of. Yeah, I don't know, but apparently it is Oskar but the minig is generally speaking is to 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 wait till night. To, that's to, to every Pesach as well we always done Manassas second, second day don't we yeah, second day one always does, well, there's a generally accepted minute gets a daven at night I'm saying it's, it's started already which you can understand because Friday night because uh, Shavuot's night and it's so late 
because the whole idea why you're allowed to bring in Friday as well you know even those who hold like the Chachomim who say you can't have marriage till after night they, we said last week that Friday is an exception because otherwise the Suda would be so late so you think this might by Yontav as well though in Shavuot's time you know, sat down you know I just I had uh, on Shabbos I had, had sort of Shlishes and uh, then when I came home, I couldn't really eat. So I had a piece of cheesecake and a cup of <laughs> coffee, and that was it. You couldn't eat anymore. I can't eat. I, you know, to eat at 11 o'clock, half past 11 at night. <laughs> um, some people can sit down any time of the day <laughs> or night to have a four-course meal, no problem at all. But I'm not one of them. <laughs> okay, let's go weiter. Um, right. Omar of Zera. Omar of Asi, Omar of Loza, Omar of Hanina, Omar of But Sad Amud Zera... Right, they gave Adas, but Sad Omazeh on the side of this pillar, Rabbi uh, his pillow, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi shall Shabbos be Arab Shabbos. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yosi, he davened the Friday night davening on Friday afternoon. He also Ulla, when Ulla came, Omar, he said no, but Sad tomorrow have It was at the side of a date tree, not on the side below, but Sad Omazeh, and it wasn't at the side of a pillow. And while we're at it, the lie Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosei and it wasn't Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yosei, and the Rabbi Loza, Rabbi Yosei it was Rabbi Loza, the son of Rabbi Yosei. The lie shall Shabbos be Erev Shabbos and it also wasn't married <laughs> Friday night of uh, a, a, a thing, and it was a Motzah Shabbos be Shabbos Avi. It was a it was a Motzah Shabbos Marev that it happened early, not the Friday night that it happened early. It got it all wrong. It reminds me of the story. Somebody, uh, the, the Rav once walked into shul and they, people looked at him a bit oddly. He said, oh, what's the matter? He said, well, sorry to have to tell you this, but, you know, we don't want your son to come here to, to, to daven with us anymore. Why? Said, because he, he stole a safer tyrant. He said, oh, really? He said, uh, who told you this? He said, oh, so-and-so told us. So he went over to that person, the Rav, and he said, is it true that you told him I said, that my son stole a safer tire? I said, no, I didn't say that. I said, your son stole a safer. Ah, and who told you that? <laughs> so and so, that another person. Went that person, he says, is it true? My son stole a safer. <laughs> no! <laughs> I said, he had a gunner from a safer. In other words, he said it to our tire <laughs> as if it was his own, <laughs> but it was gunner from a safer. So, from <laughs> so this, this story reminds me <laughs> how they got it all wrong. There you go. We said that Mariv has got no fixed time. So says the Gemara, my ain't lo keva. What's the meaning? It's got no fixed time. Elaim, if you want to say the boy much the kula laila, if it means to say that you can have Mariv the whole night, listen it's Vilasa Erev kula laila. And let the Mishnah say that Mariv you can have all night. Because the same way that we say in the Mishnah Musuf, you can daven kolayim all day. So Mariv is kolalayla. Ain lokeva is a very odd way of putting it. There's no fixed time. Elamayin lokeva. So what is the meaning of it's got no fixed time? Commander Omar Tfilas Arvish Rishos is according, goes according to the one who says Tfilas Arvish Mariv is Rishos. It's optional. You don't have to do it. You do it if you want. The Omar Rabbi Huda Mashmuel, because Rabbi Huda said in the name of Shmuel, Furnas Arabis, as far as Marav is concerned, the Machlokes, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Gamliel, I'm a Chayva, you have to do it, Rabbi Yeshua, I'm a Rishus, Rabbi Yeshua says it's Rishus. And therefore, in other words, the reason why the Mishnah used the Loshan, Ein Lokeva, is to tell us, give us two messages. Number one is that Marav can be davened all night, and second of all, that it's 
optional. That's Rishus. So Ein Lokeva means it's got no fixed time because it's Rishus. You don't have to do it. That's how it is, La'alokha, yeah? No. Well, uh, no. Lalocha is not like that because if you have a look at the, at Tosas, not the last one, but the one before, Halokha Kedivriya Omer, oh, because we carry on, sorry. Let's just carry on one bit of Gemara more. Omar Baya, Baya says, Halokha Kedivriya Omer Chayva. Halokha follows the one that says, Chayva, but Rava Omar Rava says, Halokha Kedivriya Omer Rishus. Right? Now, if you look in the Tosas there, not, not the, the second Tosas from the bottom, as we explained before, the reason why it's called Rishus is not because it's optional, if you, you don't have to say it if you don't want to. What it means is, you've got a mitzvah, let's say, for example, um, an oni comes to the door, and you know that if you start down the marriage now, you'll be gone by the time you finish. It's a mitzvah of veris. You won't be able to be a mitzvah anymore. Then you don't have to daven marav at that time, sort of thing, because you've got to deal with the mitzvah first. When you finish the mitzvah, then you can daven marav. But that's one of the reasons why there's no repetition, no chazoras hashatz in marav. The chazoras hashatz in shacharis and in mincha, but not in marav. And the, one of the reasons why in marav there's no chazoras hashatz is because, according to the Manda Omar, that it is rishus. But Allah so we take on that one should daven Mariv. And it's only in certain circumstances where you've got a mitzvah veris, then you don't have to. Right. Uh, now, we've got a very nice story, a very, very famous Gemara. I don't think we'll be able to finish it tonight, but we'll make a start. Ton Rabbonon. There was a story where a Talmud it doesn't say who, who his name is at this moment in time, at the beginning of the story it doesn't say who his name is we'll see, in a minute, we'll see at the end why but Talmud Echod, Talmud came Shepodafnei Rabbi Shua came in front of Rabbi Shua Omar Allah said to him Tfilis Arvis Rishus Eichoiva is Mariv Rishus is it optional Eichoiva is it compulsory you have to say it Omar Rishus he says it's Rishus Bolifnei Rabbi Gamliel and he came in front of Rabbi Gamliel so it's Arvis Rishus Achayva. Is it Rishus Achayva? Om Alai Achayva. So Rabbi Gamliel said, you have to say, Om Alai. So the Talmud said to Rabbi Gamliel, Alai Rabbi Shua, Om Alai Rishus. But Rabbi Shua told me it's Rishus. Om Alai, so he said to him, Hamtin Achi Komsu Bale Trace in the base of Medrash. Wait until the Hamidi Chachomim, Bale Trace in Rashi says, Chachomim Hamanatchem Zeh Zeh Balocha. They fight each other. In Alocha, you know, when they get very excited, you go into any yeshiva, you'll see them sort of shouting at each other. That's called the Bali Trace. And wait till we come to the base of Medrash and we'll, and we'll discuss it. Now, the first question you might have on this story before we've even really started the story is we, we have Alocha that if you go for a psak to a rov, you're not allowed to go to, to rov number two. Somebody once said they wanted to invent a program where you decide what the answer is that you want. And then it will tell you, you know, you put it in the program, the question, and you decide which answer you want, and then it will program it and tell you which rov to go to. <laughs> that was a joke. But the point is like this. How can he, he went to Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua gave him a psak, and Rabbi Yeshua said, it's Rishos. So how can he go to Rabbi Gamliel? Yeah, you, you, you don't, once you've got a psak, you, you can't run around until you get the answer that you want. Oh, so the Shach answers in Yoridea in 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 in, in Reish um, Reish Membeis is about covered harav. 
what, uh, what respect you've got to have the Rav. And he says there's a difference between asking two people in a base on Medrash setting or asking for Psak only. In other words, if you go to somebody and you've got a practical halacha lemaisa, which you're going to do, can I do this or can I do that? And your Rav says, you can do it or you can't do it. That's what you've got to stick to. You can't run to another Rav. Right? If, however, it's been discussed as a theor- in theory, and it's sort of in a base of Medrash where they're just discussing the general halacha, I'm sure Rabbi Yeshua, even though he said it's Rishuf, I'm sure he doesn't marry every night. And the proof is, he says, Hamtain, wait, actually, comes to by the trace in the base of Medrash. Wait till the Tamil Chachon comes to the base of Medrash and then we will discuss it. So the whole thing was only discussed as a theoretical to know how we Paskan, but not, it wasn't being asked as Allah Cholamaisa, and that's why this Talmud Echol could go to both. And particularly because he said, he told Rabbi Gamliel, I've been to Rabbi Yeshua already. In other words, he didn't hide it from him. If you go to one and you don't tell the, the other one, certainly, for, certainly you shouldn't do it. And certainly you shouldn't do it if you haven't told the second one that the first one Paskan like that. But in this base of Medrash setting, it was okay. Anyways. So when the Tamid HaChomim came in, this questioner, this Tamid Echad, who had asked Rabbi Ganil, Rabbi Yeshua, he stood up and he asked, Philip Alvis Rishus Echaiva. It's Philip Mari Rishus Echaiva. Omelai Rabbi Gamliel, Chaiva. Now, we've got to understand, before this is this story, is that Rabbi Gamliel was the Nossi, and Rabbi Yeshua was the Av Bezdin, and this happened in Yavne, about 14 years after the Chorban Beis Amigdash, where they say up to a million people had been killed at the, when, when the time when Yerushalayim was destroyed, and Kalal Yisrael were in a very terrible state, and, and Rabbi Gamliel felt it was very important that there should be Achtas, and in order to get Achtas, he felt that whatever he did, we'll see in a minute the story, he did it not for his own covert, but he did it at the position of a Nossi should be held in high esteem. Anyway, so Rabbi Gamliel said, it's over to this Talmud. So Rabbi Gamliel then said to Chachomim, is there anyone who disagrees with me? Now remember, Rabbi Yeshua was the one who disagreed. He said, Rishus. Rabbi Yeshua laughs. Rabbi Yeshua says, no. Right? Why, why did he say no? I'm not arguing. There's no one. He, Rabbi Yeshua said, no, I'm not arguing with you. So the answer is because out of respect, when the Talmud came and asked him, he gave him his own feeling. But when he was in front of all Talmud Chachomim and Rabbi Gamliel was in this position as Nossi, out of respect for Rabbi Gamliel and that there shouldn't be Machlaikas, he, he didn't want to say that he had given a, a heter as a Rishus. I heard it was reported to me that you had said it's Rishus. So why don't you stand up now and say, Amalei's Rabbi Gamliel said Rabbi Yeshua Yehoshua. I'm a gentleman of Rabbi Yeshua Yehoshua. Amad Araklecho, stand up. You either bechot. Let them give aiders against you. In other words, let them give aiders that you were the one who passed in its Rishus Mariv. Omar Rabbi Yeshua Raglov Omar so Rabbi Yeshua stood on his feet and he said if I was alive and the person who asked the Shala was dead then I could deny my ruling because he didn't want the Machlaikas 
Because the living can contradict the dead, because the dead can't answer. Now, however, I'm alive and he's alive, so he can contradict me. How can the living contradict the living? And therefore, I'm forced to confess and to agree that I did say that Marav is Rishus. Why you had to give such a, 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 a big long. Uh, and why do you call him Yeshua as opposed to Rabbi Yeshua? I don't know. I, no, no, well, you, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel continues sitting and giving the Shia. Rabbi Shua, Ahmed Arakov. And Rabbi Shua remains standing on his feet. Because the way they did it there was that you didn't take your seat after you stood up to speak, you didn't sit down until the Nazi told you to oh, sit down. Yeah. But Rabbi Gamliel did not tell him to sit down, so he just carried on standing there. And she ran in arm until all the people got upset. The Omrah the Chutzpah the Turgaman, and they said to Chutzpah the Turgaman, the translator, because what used to happen was, is somebody said the Shia, Rabbi Gamil said the Shia, and then it was translated or explained by the Maturgaman to the people. So they said to the Maturgaman, stop, we don't want to hear any more, because we're so upset that Rabbi Gamil has made Rabbi Yeshua stand up and, 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 and treated, treated him like this. Was Rabbi Gamil the head of the... Uh, he was a Nazi. He was the Nazi. The, 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 the prince, the prince. He was more... No, not the head of Sanhedrin, he was just the Nazi. No, 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 no. And, no. He was a Nazi. Yeah. Well, the Nazi of Kladishra. Oh. And he was... Uh, a big man. What do you call it? And he was... And, and Rabbi Yeshua was the Avbezdin. But the Nazi was more important than the Avbezdin. Yeah. Why was that? You'll we'll see in a minute. Omra, so these people who said they were very upset, the people in the audience there, have come on a of a nasal. How long will Rabbi Gamliel go on upsetting Rabbi Yeshua? Yeah? But Rosh Hashanah started Sare. On Rosh Hashanah last year, he upset him. What's the story about Rosh Hashanah? Famous Gemara. The Machalikas between Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Gamliel, exactly what day Yom Kippur fell. Because, you know, whether, whether it was one day Rosh Hashanah, two day Rosh whatever it was, and Rabbi Gamliel, since he was a Nazi, he ordered Rabbi Yeshua that he should accept what Rabbi Gamliel says, and, the, and he should treat the day that Rabbi Yeshua should treat the day when he said it's Yom Kippur to come to Rabbi Gamliel with his stick and with his purse. Right? So he also, you know, he treated him, according to these people, they were upset that Rabbi Gamliel made Rabbi Yeshua do that. The Bechairus the master of Sodik, sorry. In the case of Bechairus with Rab Sodik, he also upset him. What's the story about uh, what's happened in Bechairus? It's like this. The Gemara in Bechairus says as follows, that a, a, um, in, in, when the Beis HaMikdosh existed, and you had a Bechair, and we were talking about here, it became blemished, it got a mum in it, unintentionally. Right? Now, normally, a Bechaya is given to the Kayan, and he's got to bring it along, and he can bring it up as a cob. He can use yeah? he can bring it himself, yeah. Now, in, after the base of Migdosh, after the Chorban of the base of Migdosh, then the Kayan's got to wait until the Bechaya gets a blemish, but only if it comes by black, uh, accident. He can't make a blemish onto the animal. Right. Now, what happens if you've got a Kayan who is also the owner of the animal, of the Bechaya? Now, 
he's got a, a, an interest in it in, 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 the, in, the, in the blemish being there because once the blemish is there he can have it he gets a benefit out of it so therefore generally we would say that you cannot accept the, the evidence of a client who owns the animal because he might be lying he wants the animal so therefore you might say that now when it came to a who was not only a client and the owner but he was also a great Talmud Chochem he wasn't suspected of lying and this was Machlosin Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Shua Rabbi Shua allowed the animal because we said we, we, we do not suspect that Rabbi Tzodok is lying and we say that the blemish the mum on the animal was done accidentally and therefore that allows him to shecht it and eat it etc whereas Rabbi Gamliel said not no you can't and there we had the same thing that Rabbi Gamliel made Rabbi Shua stand up and he didn't allow him to sit down he didn't give him permission to sit down he did the same as what we did here and Hochanami here in this case as well Sare as well he upset him so three things one thing was about Rosh Hashanah that he made him come on the day that he thought it was Yom Kippur come and be, and with his stick and with his purse the second thing was he made him stand up with uh, the Bechairas and the third one is our case here where he made him stand up when it was about Avis Rishus or not let's depose him let's remove him from his position as Nazi so then they had a discussion okay man nukimle who shall we appoint instead you have to have the Kalish has got to have a Nazi so if you want to remove the Nazi it's amazing that they have the power to remove the Nazi but who shall we appoint nukmele Rabbi Shua should we this, appoint this is this whole conversation going in front of Rabbi Gamliel yeah oh well wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. you'll see what a sadik Rabbi Gamliel was unbelievable I, I, I don't want to spoil the story for you <laughs> yeah incidentally I, I sent an email today to Rabbi Freundlich to ask him if this story is true you know about the three holocaust survivors what? he wrote back to me what a marvellous story it was I'll tell you the story in, uh, afterwards Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote to him. I said, "Is oh, it true?" Oh, in Beijing. Yeah, yeah. Ma nukemlo, Rabbi Shua. Should we appoint Rabbi Shua to become the Nazi? We can't do so. Baal who? He was personally involved in this incident, right? And we got so there's two pshotim. Rashi says, therefore, because he was involved, Rabbi Gamliel would get very upset if he was appointed, because Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Shua had an argument. And you get rid of Rabbi Gamliel and then put in Rabbi Yeshua, that's a double, you know, Marcus Mitzal of Fish, they say in, in, in German. You know, it's a double whammy, because not only are you removing Rabbi Gamliel, but the person who he fought with, you're putting in. So that's, that's one pshat. Another pshat is, it, was, it might look as if Rabbi Yeshua had only argued with Rabbi Gamliel for the purpose of having him removed and that he would come in as the Nazi. Yeah, right? Yeah, but he told him not to didn't tell him to sit down that's nothing to do with Rabbi Shur yes, yes no I'm saying you said maybe Rabbi Shur engineered the argument yeah. in order that he should be the leader yeah that, but yeah. he didn't ask to sit no, down and that, that was Rabbi no, Gamliel yeah really. yeah but, but perhaps Rabbi Shur knew that that's what Rabbi Gamliel was going to do and uh, the people would get upset uh. it all worked it out <laughs> you wouldn't think somebody of the of the caliber of Rabbi Shur would do that but in case the people would turn around and say that you know the people are yachnas they always add on a, 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 a stickle, they add on a bit so, so anyway so we can't so we can't have Rabbi Shua being the naughty not Rabbi Kiva should we appoint Rabbi Akiva we can't do that either 
the Amish lay, the less less chosovers. Perhaps Rebbe Gamliel will cause an Einish to come on him because he will shout out, cry to Hashem of what happened to him, and he hasn't got chosovers because he comes from Gerim, and therefore he will be punished, so we can't have him. We're going to appoint Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah. So who Chochem? He's a Chochem, Tzadik Chochem. Who Oshe? He's a rich man. Who Asiri Ezra? He's got Chosovers because he's a tenth generation from Ezra. So now the Gemara explains who Chochem is. Chochem. How do you evaluate a Chochem? The Imakshile Mefarikle. If he's asked something, he will be able to answer. He's always got an answer. Never stop. Who Oshe? He's also he's wealthy. The Israel, what's so important about being wealthy? The Israel Falucha If somebody is needed to deal with the house of the Kaiser of the Caesar, he too, like Rebbe Gamliel, who was also a rich man, he will be able to go and deal with them, because they say only a man, a man who's wealthy, was able to deal effectively with the Roman government. So therefore, that was a, a, a sort of a plus. And third of all, who are Cyril Ezra, he's a tenth generation from Ezra, the Islay's Chosovas, he's got Chosovas, the Lai Onishlei, so that if Rabbi Gamliel cries to Hashem, it won't affect him, it won't, they won't punish him. So they've got the right man, Rabbi Ezra ben Azaria. Also, for Omelay, they come and told Rabbi Ezra ben Azaria, Nichalei Lemar, the Lahabi Resh Mesifta, would you like to become the head of the Mesifta? In other words, would you like to become the Nazi? Omelahu, so what did he say? <laughs> I'm going to go and discuss it with my wife. <laughs> you know, I don't know if she wants to be the, the, the Robertson, you know, the, the Nasir. Also, the Imlech with the Beisu, he went and he consulted with his wife. But he with his wife. Is that what you mean? his wife, yeah. On oh. Malay, so she said to him, Dilma Ma'abin Loch. The same way that they removed Rabbi Gamliel, perhaps they'll remove you as well. What who, do you want? Who's that? Is they? There was a committee there. The no, there were all these Tamid Chachomim with them. That Bali Tracing came into the base of the Medrash. Bali Tracing is Bali Tracing is a Tamid Chachomim who came into the base no. of the Medrash, mm. where this discussion went forth, mm. and they started to get upset. Mm. Sort of enough was enough. Yeah. It happened Rosh Hashanah, and it happened yeah. Bachayus. Yeah. This okay, was the okay, third okay. time yeah. it happened. Yeah. So they, they 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 got very upset with him. Oh my! So so so. So his wife said to him, hang on a minute, not so fast. Perhaps they will remove you as well. On my last, he says to him, Let a person use a precious glass cup one day, and the next day it will break. So in other words, Rashi says, this is a folk saying, this is what people, it was a model people used to say. And what it means is, if I've got the opportunity to serve as a Nazi now, let me do it, not worry about what the future will be. You know, it might be this, might be that. What an opportunity to, 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 become, to become the Nazi. Yeah. yeah, to become the Nazi. So, Omelisha, she said to him, she still wasn't very keen. You haven't got any white hairs in your beard. How can you become the Nazi of Kral Yisrael? And you're, you're a young man, they won't have a respect for you. How are you, Emma, that day, Bartamnus Rishon, as we all know, Rebelot of Azara was 18 years old, Israchash Leinis, a miracle occurred, Bahadrulay Tamnus Rishon, and 18 rows of hair in his beard turned white. 18. 18. I don't know, he must have had, I'm not, I haven't added up how many hairs there are, how many rows, but presumably it covered most of it. Hainazak Om Rebelezim and Azaria, that's what Rebelezim and Azaria says, as we all know from the Haggadah, 
Hare Ani Kaven Shivim Shona. I am like 70 years old, but like Ben Shivim Shona, not I am 70 years old, because he wasn't 70, he was only 18. But because the nest happened and his beard became white, he looked, he was like a, a, uh, a 70 year old man. Let's just do a little bit more. We're not going to finish it tonight. Tona, we learnt in the price that Isa Yom on that day, Silkul Shaimah Pesach. They removed the doorkeeper. There was somebody who was standing outside, security. We'll see why. And they get permission was granted for all the Talmudim to come in. Rabbi Gamliel didn't allow them all in. Because he says, Any Talmud who's inside is not like his outside, meaning he's not sincere. Rashi says, Rashi says that he, he, they learnt that he didn't have Yerushalayim. Those sort of people, Rabbi Gamliel didn't want them in the base of Medrash. Like you the base of Medrash. But what Watson, Rabbi Lezab and Azariah had a different attitude. He said, you know, Mitasha Lolishma, Bolishma, even though they had no Yerushalayim, they should still go and learn. And how Yoma, that day, it tries to They added many benches to the base of Medrash to accommodate all the great, the, 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 the extra Talmudim who came because of this new policy. I'm Rabbi Yochanan, says Rabbi Yochanan, Peligaba Abba Yosef ben Desai v'Rabbonon, there's a Machos in Yosef ben Desai and the Rabbonon, they disagree, Chad Omar Itosfei, Abba Meir Safsalo, one said 400 benches were added, the Chad Omar Shavar Meir Safsalo, one said 700 benches were added, and it gets whatever it was, yeah, even if it's an exaggeration, um, a lot of extra, a lot of extra time meeting came. So, so have a kachulcha dined Rebbe Gamliel. Rebbe Gamliel became very. He saw this. He became very depressed. Omar, he said, didn't become depressed for himself. Perhaps I've withheld Torah from Yisrael. And Rashi says, and I'll be punished for it. So they showed him in his dream white jugs, beautiful jugs, but they were filled with ash. Right? So what, what, what was that saying? The Mashal explains it means just as these jugs are beautifully white on the outside, they look like very beautiful jugs, on the inside they contain this worthless ash. In other words, to those Tamidim, they appear worthy because they're learning. But they're not truly... Uh, they're they're right they're right they're right they're wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Says the Gemara, That was not the case. It was not really truly a minute Shemai that Rebbe Gamliel to show that Rebbe Gamliel was correct. It was only to put his mind at ease that they showed him this. In other words, oh. since Rebbe Gamliel, as we said before, he was motivated by pure intentions. He meant this for the Shem Shemai and he did not mean this for his own covert. Hagushbochu didn't want him to feel upset uh. and depressed, but in truth, his policy was wrong. His policy was wrong, but they wanted to show it to him that he shouldn't be upset. I think we will stop here because it carries on right over to the to the next stuff sort of thing. But, but I mean, surely Rebbe would have found that out that it wasn't so. That what? That this dream wasn't correct. <laughs> And that he was wrong for not allowing them in. Well, we'll see. Let, 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 you have to wait and see. And my second question is yeah. uh, how 
horrible it was for him to sit there and while they're discussing oh, it. That it, shows what upset it was because it we shouldn't have been because removed. We, we, we're not, we're not, the next bit of Gomorrah says that Rebbe Gamliel was still in the base of Medrash. But after Rebbe Gamliel, he's been removed and he stays in the base of Medrash to discuss but that should have showed learning, them which shows that he only meant it to Shem Shemayim yeah that should have showed them what, of, what a terrible thing they were doing yeah, them, and it, rather a rock see, let's see how the whole story ends up and like, the policy was wrong right but he meant it to Shem Shemayim very good uh, my next question is uh, one second one second let me just turn this off here now